I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi everyone, welcome to Capital Calculus. In the best of times, economics can be intimidating, hence out of bounds for most. And this, despite being aware that people we elect make daily policy choices deeply influencing our lives. So it is fair to say that in a democracy, all policy is politics. Ergo, all policy interventions should be viewed through the prism of politics. Every week, this podcast will explore this intersection of politics and economics to try and give you a fresh perspective on the week that was. I'm your host, Anil Padmanabhan. The Union Cabinet announced another round of reforms for the agriculture sector. This time, the government plans to dismantle age-old laws on harvest, storage and sale of crops. It's essentially a plan to take the market to the farmer. A big change for India, where prices of farm produce have been fixed by governments for decades. Getting access to a mandi is hard for most farmers in India, especially for the small farmer. Three in four cultivators in India are categorized as small farmers. For them, getting the produce to the market is a mini-project in itself. They have to pay middlemen and spend on transport to reach the markets, which can even be 20 kilometers away. It often makes selling crops unprofitable. Can these reforms deliver on the promise of taking the markets to the farmer? I spoke to Himanshu, Associate Professor at the Jawaharlal Nehru University, Delhi, and among the best development economists in the country. Himanshu, how would you sum up the policy moves to unlock the business of harvesting, storing and sale of farm produce? Uh, I think uh, these were much needed. And I think uh, there have been some progress over the recent years. But what uh, it shows, at least the government's moves that was announced, is that the government is now very much serious in taking it forward and finally taking it to the final stage, which is what is needed at this point of time. So I think these are all uh, very serious interventions. So the underlying idea of the entire policy change that they have undertaken is mm. to take the market to the farmer. So it is, in that sense, a radical change. It is a radical change in the sense it, it removes the fetters which were there or the kind of unwieldy regulations which were there, which did not allow the small and margin farmers to participate in the existing large-scale mandis. But farmers always had had that access to the, the village heart or what we call as the weekly heart or the, those kind of things. And remember, we have more than uh, 30,000 of them which are uh, recorded by the uh, governments. So those access was still there. But I think what is required is that to make these uh, neighborhood hearts or the village hearts or the rural hearts, what we call them, as also in, uh, create the infrastructure where they are not just uh, uh, able to access the market, but also they need to be protected. So I think that is where the investment from the government is very, very important. And uh, 
ability of the government to uh, make sure that these markets also become fully fledged and functional markets for the small and marginal farmers. Manchu, you talk about uh, protecting the small farmer. What do you want to protect them against? I mean, what is it that you fear will happen to them? See, the protectionism, and it's like any consumer industry, any, any, any markets in that sense. And like we have the Consumer Protection Acts, which is district consumer redressal forums and the, and the, the state-level consumer redressal forums, they need some kind of protection. For uh, Let me take you to what is, the, what is needed for a small and marginal farmers. They need to make sure that the weighing is proper. They need to make sure that they are, I mean, given that they are very poor and they're illiterate and they're not very much uh, facilitative, I mean, well-versed with the uh, uh, market infrastructure, the, particularly the large-scale market infrastructure, they need to be made sure that there is some level of regulation, some level of protection available to them so that they are not uh, uh, defrauded or uh, not uh, put into a disadvantage by the large players who will be now entering the these small and marginal the, the markets which where the small and marginal farmers are going to be uh, selling their goods and services clearly then there's cause to cheer for the policy moves to remove barriers to trade think of it as one nation one market for agricultural produce but given india's long history of more misses than hits often legislative change alone isn't enough it's a necessary condition, but not sufficient for success. That's all for today. You can reach me on Twitter at Capital Calculus or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. I'll be back next week with a new episode of Capital Calculus. Till then, stay safe. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.